You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another Tadpog podcast. It's a weekly show where two old guys or every day reaching the end. Yeah, every every, every day one step closer to the yep. grave. Yep, yep. To this all being over. Yeah. Soon forgotten. Oh, sweet release. <laughs> <laughs> Play old games. <laughs> we got a fun show in store <laughs> for you guys today. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. <laughs> I thought you were, because it wasn't a Call of Cthulhu, actual play that we're doing today. I oh. thought you were just trying to maintain the oh, tone of yeah. those of those Still episodes. play the intro story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, tell me tell me a story about a serial killer, Tyler. Let's, <laughs> that's our new intro. You just read a story about a serial killer. Oh, man. I can tell you about Richard Chase. Richard Chase. That sounds familiar. Oh, it, it's, it is one of the more fucked up stories I've heard about a serial killer. I'll have a link in the show notes at tadfog.com. Mm-hmm. He is a self-professed vampire. Maybe I haven't heard this story. <laughs> pretty, pretty awful. I mean, did he... Like, suck people's blood? Yep. Oh. Yep. Like, friends and family, he, or just... Uh, a lot of dogs. Oh. And then he... I yeah, don't know why that's he, more disgusting he, to he me. He kept getting banned from humane societies, because he would just adopt hundreds of dogs, and that's... He couldn't... Apparently, he couldn't get an erection, so he thought, like, oh, I need... Unless he ate a dog's blood. Well, it's just like, I don't have enough blood. Blood is what powers your erection, oh, so man. I need to get more blood. So I was going to ask if this guy was super smart or the other direction. I'm assuming it was the other direction. Or was he, like, really I, super smart except for this one thing? I think he was of average intelligence. Really? Yep. When, they do make a note on that, like, if the, yeah. that their IQs are low or high or Yeah, yeah. Or well, whatever. right, because, yeah. yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Because you say something like that, and I just assume that that man... Uh, doesn't know anything. Yeah, like Ted Bundy, who was like a genius. Right. And then Gary Ridgway, who was like 70. Al Bundy, the, <laughs> Al best Bundy, the genius. <laughs> How sweet would that have been like a season finale, like a, a season finale where it's just like, oh, it turns out Al Bundy just murdered a whole bunch of people. You, you go in that. the back room of the shoe, shoe department and he's just like had people cut up in shoe boxes. Mm-hmm. He couldn't afford food for Buck. What do you think Buck was eating? <laughs> Good call. This is the secret theory. Mm-hmm. Well, today, yeah, we're not doing Call of Cthulhu because Josh and Nicole are out of town. So blame on them. On vacation. It's all their fault. I wanted to do it. Seriously. I really enjoy, really enjoy the actual I'm very, place. very glad. Super, super good. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. And other people have told me that, too. So I'm glad. It's not just I, me. <laughs> I, I personally haven't heard a lot of response about yeah. it, so I'm glad to hear that. It's been good. I haven't heard anything, I haven't heard anything negative about good. it. Good. Yet. But now that I've said that, I will. Yeah. <laughs> people will be like, oh, oh, we can crush this stuff. Oh, right, yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, hold on. I, I just have to get through him. I have to get to him through Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so we are now returning to our digital trends top twenty-five. Took me a second to uh-huh. remember who where it was from. Yep. Top twenty-five. Yep. Say Genesis games. That's right. I I don't know what number this is. Number four. We're on number four. four. So this then this will be a two-part series. At least two part. Yeah. I mean, hey, we do more. I figured I wouldn't I have talk to twist about this game arm, for a while. Like, yeah. Nope. <laughs> this is now this is now a Shining Force Two podcast. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Which occasionally has Call of Cthulhu actual plays. <laughs> it's a very weird podcast. Yeah, we're one of a hundred others like this. So <laughs> I'm joking, but that is that is what we're doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll be talking about Shining Force Two. Electric Book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck yeah. 
But first, before we dial, dive, delve, divive dial. into that, I'm your beard host, Tyler. And Dave, Yes. on Sunday... I feel weird. We haven't introduced ourselves I know, in a it's been time. a while. Okay, I'm sorry. On Sunday... <laughs> on Sunday... I ate a dog. Close. <laughs> and I got a boner. Close. <laughs> it, it works. It works. <laughs> One Nature's weird Viagra. trick. Stay hard. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Viagra makers hate him. <laughs> <laughs> Your wife will hate this trick. <laughs> I got my first and likely only tattoo. Well, no, you didn't. I did. No, you didn't. <laughs> I did. No, you didn't. I did. I was just talking to somebody in Twitch chat about <laughs> tattoos, yep. and they asked, um, um, they asked if you had virgin skin as well because they knew that I did. This is Cappy uh, from Twitch chat oh. who lives in Louisville, and I've mm. been telling him over and over again that. You son of a bitch, Tyler. Did you really? I did. No, you didn't. I did. No, you on did not. Sunday, I do on not believe Sunday, it. I, did. I do not believe it. I am holding you up to my hand. You're going to pull your finger off. You got a tattoo on your ring finger? On your my ring, ring covers finger. it up? I got a tattoo of a wedding band on my ring finger. Does it go around? No. They advised against that. Oh, really? There we go. Yeah. Because I. You got that on Sunday? I got it on Sunday. It looks good. I mean, Thank it doesn't you. look like it's like it, it doesn't look like you're. It's not on. It's not. On, it's not bleeding. Nope. Because I went to uh, a reputable uh, ta- tattooery in Nashville. Oh my and god! And got it done. Because you want to well, give them a shout out? Um, crazy, crazy customs tattoos. All right, I'll link them in the show notes. I don't think you're supposed to lick it like that. Well, I'm not supposed to wear my ring. I just didn't want you to see it because I wanted that surprise moment. Uh, it worked. Holy shit. So, yeah, they said if I had it going all the way around that the friction of my fingers and things like that would make it look shitty. So normally when they did something like this, they only do the top. I cannot believe that that happened because, <laughs> dude, this is no joke, man. I was talking about this in Twitch chat last night when I was streaming Shining Force 2 at twitch.tv slash Tadpog under the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got the plug. <laughs> I was talking to Kathy about this, and it was like, I told him, I was like, maybe I'll make a deal with Tyler where it's like, if he gets one, I'll get one. All right. Because I was like, because Tyler, I don't think Tyler would ever get one. And now you fucking like out of the blue have a tattoo. This is probably like the only one I will ever get because like to me, I mean, I've never, to me, what I understand about tattoos is that it's always like. It's a personal thing to you because you're going to look at it. It's on your body, and usually yeah. tattoos have like right. a personal meaning. Like it's rude as people what their tattoos mean. Oh, it is. That according to um, so you get a tattoo the, very, the you... various uh, <laughs> Suicide Girls documentaries that I watch. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Do Suicide Girls really talk about that? Yeah, yeah, you're right. There was rude, there was like... one that I watched years ago where yeah they're all talking about their tattoos and what they like I got this one at this point this means this like it's very it's rude like tattoos are generally always personal so it's rude to be like hey nice pussy also <laughs> is that a girl's name with a date after it <laughs> was that when they were born or died because <laughs> they, they do say it's rude to ask what they mean and people just think like they can go up and like just touch it just like touch your tattoos oh no I mean, you don't just go up and touch a person, do you? Why would you? Yeah, but apparently that's the thing. Like, they see a tattoo as an invitation. Like, it's going to feel like, no, it's just like, it's just a drawing. It's not like. Although I feel like with a suicide girl, like, it could kind of be like, oh, I feel my, I feel my will save. Sorry. (laughs) You entranced me. I couldn't help it. But, uh, because I've been thinking about getting this for a while. I didn't know that. Because I figured, like, I'll get it because my ring, when I, in three more weeks, I can wear my ring all the time. And my ring will cover it up. 
And in instances where I can't wear my ring, I'll still have my wedding band right. on. Right. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. And and though, yeah, Melissa and I are married and very much in love forever for the rest of our lives, that we still have also been both been divorced. So I wanted to do something else, like I want to do something else more permanent. Yeah. To you know, to illustrate. I like it, man. I think it's awesome. So my mind like, is blown. <laughs> you fucking surprised the shit yeah. out of me, dude. Yeah. Seriously. No, I just like how I feel like it's simple, clean. It's just two. Yeah, that's awesome. Two black bars. Will you take a photograph of it? Yep. Yep. Po- throw it up on Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, because she was wanting to. Th- she. I mean, she's like, oh, let's take. It. She took pictures and yeah, took yeah. video of me getting it. Oh, she did? she did. There's video. Uh huh. There's, vi- yeah, there's video of my face going. <laughs> Can I have that, please? <laughs> it's on. Oh, it is on my phone. Yep. Please send that to me. Yep, I'll upload it to our Twitch channel at <laughs> twitch.tv slash tadbog underscore podcast. And um, is it so, okay, does your family know about it? I told my mother. Uh-huh. She, you did? Oh, uh, she was not pleased. Oh, I bet. She was not pleased. I bet. Because like, because she watched, she watched Kenna while Melissa and I went to Nashville. I didn't tell my mom why I left when I got back. She was like, so what'd you guys do? And I was like, I don't really want to tell you. And she made this face of like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, I definitely don't want to know then. And I was like, well, actually, here, here's what I did. And I unfolded it and showed her because I had it bandaged up. And just like the face of just like <laughs> just oh, disappointment. Really? Disappointed? Yeah, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. She's like, very like she, anti-tattoo. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, I kind of assumed. I never talked to your mom about yeah. tattoos, but I, I've just kind of assumed, you know, you kind of can get a feeling for people, whether they're a tattoo person mm-hmm. or not. I mean, I, I explained it to her, and she yeah. seemed like she got it. Yeah. But she was just like... You shouldn't just waste your money like that. I was like, it's two uh, black bars. It was not expensive. <laughs> that's interesting that it was a money issue. Yeah. That's honestly. Well, it's just an issue. She just like, where you. can I throw just some blame money? A, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, then I, Holy shit. Then I went upstairs and I showed Ryan. And Ryan thought it was awesome. Yeah. I, I, He's like, yeah, I've never seen something like that. That's awesome. I haven't either. Do not show dad. I was like, I was not intending to. So you haven't shown your dad no, yet? No, no. And I won't. Never. I will never show my dad. Ever? Ever. What do you think will happen? If, if he finds out, I guess I will show him, but I will not tell him about it. So wait, what do you like if if he if he found out what would happen? Oh he'd oh he'd he'd bitch me out for a little while. Like But he'd get over it. It's yeah, not I like mean, he'd now, disown you kind of deal. Uh, oh shit, maybe. He wouldn't disown me, but like I mean when I decided to go to culinary school, we didn't talk for like three months. Yeah. So like when Where, he gets mad about something, he he can hold on to it. Where would you put this tattoo on a scale of culinary school to uh, a scale from good Christian boy to uh, culinary school? Mm. Is this above culinary? Like, I, don't is think this... he, I don't think he would not talk to me, but he would just like, I can't, oh God, I can't believe you did that. That's so stupid. Tyler, it blows my mind that that <laughs> tattoo, a tattoo ranks lower on the mad scale than culinary school. I mean, because I think he he would bitch at me for a while about it, say he's disappointed. Like all growing up, he told me if I ever got one, he takes sandpaper to it. Oh my god! So yeah. <laughs> so okay, if you're not if you don't want to do this, I totally understand. But I do think it would be hilarious. Call your dad live on the air no, and no, tell him you have a tattoo. No better. The next time he's on and insists to tell jokes, just take your ring off and just see if he notices. And just see if he notices. Yeah, just take your ring off. He put- might not notice because I, I had it around. I had my tattoo out around him when I told my mom. Yes. I just didn't make a show about it. Oh, really? Didn't didn't notice. Notice. <laughs> well, what if I'm like, oh, snap, is that a tattoo on your finger, Tyler? <laughs> Man, what's on your finger, Tyler? What is that? Get that off. No, not your right fin- Not your right hand, your left hand. <laughs> no other finger, oh, Tyler. Where, where your wedding band would be. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's awesome. I'm. That's Man, that is a surprise. 
That is yeah. a surprise. Seriously. Because Melissa, as soon as I took it, she wanted to put it on Facebook. She thinks it's like, because I, I also love it because she loves it. Like, yeah. She loves it, loves it, loves it. She yeah. like keeps looking at it. She's like, it's the hottest fucking thing I've ever seen. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, you scarred your body for me. Like, yeah, dude. Yeah. So she wanted to post it. I was like, no, no, no. You can post it Tuesday. Why Tuesday? I got Tuesday Dave. night. Yeah. I got like as soon as, as soon as so we glad. go in that room, you can post it. Yeah. Dave probably won't check his phone. You want to text so. her now, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I didn't check. I didn't check my phone. <laughs> I need that video though. Okay. For real, real. Yeah. I want to see that, and I want to share it. <laughs> oh man, that's so. That's that is so surprising. That is super exciting. I never, Tyler, ever, ever, ever. Like you are. Like if I, I have a short list of people. I expect to never get tattoos, and you were on that list. I was. I, w- I would never have gotten a tattoo. Fuck, like, I got to get one except now. Except for this. I got to get one. Mm-hmm. I just got to figure out what it is. Because <laughs> uh, I know Jacob also has virgin skin, but the only yeah. tattoos he's ever discussed, like, he would possibly get. The Soul Eater rune. The Soul Eater rune. Which was also brought up in Twitch chat, it's, by the way. All, all the true runes from Sweden are all, I think, good choices. Mm-hmm. They're all cool looking. They are cool looking. Uh, and uh, the emblem from Scud the Disposable Assassin. That is a good-ass comic. So, uh, yeah, I've heard a lot about it, never read it. Um, you, if you'd like to borrow it, you're welcome to. I've got the the omnibus. I don't know what okay. it's actually called. It's a big fucking book. And I see a lot, a lot of tattoos on our Naruto. Yeah? Of Sasuke's like, curse mark oh, on that's his cool. shoulder. A lot of people have yeah. that. Do you see a lot of forehead protector tattoos? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want to get. out. <laughs> yeah. Just scratched. Just exposed skull. <laughs> I'm very into Kishimoto's work. <laughs> Holy shit. That's cool, dude. Man, I am surprised. Yeah. I guess I got to leave. I'm too surprised <laughs> to record. <laughs> I'm going to go get one right now. We used to have a decent shop here in town. I, f- I thought uh, Jolly Rogers was good. I've heard that, yeah. Um, but they don't they don't exist anymore. But that's why I was like, mm, yeah, I think I'll just go to Nashville. I'll just find a yeah. place. Highly rated on Nashville and go there. How long did it take? Because I mean, um, it's two lines, but I mean... 20 minutes? Is that all? Yeah. Well, it wasn't long. How bad did it hurt? I mean, it hurt. It wasn't terrible, yeah. but it, it, it hurt. Is it the worst pain you've experienced? No. Okay. No. What is the worst pain you've experienced? Um, Maybe... When that sword went in your butt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A.K.A. Matoa Dildo, we call it the sword. If you want to know more about that, uh, <laughs> kick it a dollar at patreon.com slash tadfog. We've got an episode on it. Yeah. Um, the worst pain maybe is right after I had my gallbladder out yeah. and I sneezed. Oh, God, yeah. That is what I imagined it had to feel like getting stabbed. Oh, God. Because that was uh, that, had, that put me on the floor. Yeah. So that is that is. That was bad pain. Well, that might be the worst. My tattoo is going to be... I've never had kidney stones. I hear that's yeah. the word. Melissa has chronic kidney stones, so she'd always tell me, like... And she has a super high pain threshold. Yeah. She is fucking tough. Yeah. But that's the, o- that's the only pain that'll, that can get to her a little Does bit. Does she have any tattoos? Nope. What's up with that? While you were there, were you like, come on, honey? Well, Sit down. We, we talked... She does want get one. Get a soul eater rune. <laughs> <laughs> she, she wants one for us, but the ring would... Like, her wedding band is, you know... Thin, like she can't right. really get this. You should get ice climbers. You should get one. And she get the other one. <laughs> so we, we've talked. We've talked about it. She'll get something somewhere. Yeah, but eventually, once we find out what it, she wants one, and we'll just have to figure out what it is. Like this came to me, and it made sense, and she'll wait for that epiphany too. I want to get a photorealistic uh, fullback tattoo of you sneezing <laughs> <laughs> and grimacing in pain. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I really have to find the right artist who can do that and also do it on the cheap. I feel like a tattoo like that should be free, right? Like it's like, hey, I want a really big joke tattoo. Like I feel like there's an artist out there. Well, make like, me wear a Taco Bell visor while I do – in the pictures of Taco Bell. Taco Bell, Bell sponsored tattoo. It. You know that's how they win the food wars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, Tyler. I don't have – I have a little bit of body scarification to tell about. Is that yeah. cool? I've been meaning to, I've been wanting to talk about this for a couple of weeks, um, but I haven't been able to because we've been doing the Call of Cthulhu mm-hmm. and, you know, we're setting the tone and all that. Um, so I had the, you remember when I was talking about that, uh, that weird looking, that gnarly looking mole? Yeah. I had that cut off. Um, okay, so you had it checked out. They were like, okay, yep, it's got to come off. Well, when I was in, yeah, oh yeah. Like the dermatologist was like, yeah, we need to get that off. And I was like, oh, that doesn't sound good. Uh, and they were like, also these two, these other two. Uh, we need to get those off too and, and just test them. Oh. So, um, everything's good. I heard back good. from pathology. Everything's good. Um, if it, if, well, I assume when you said that, I assume, okay, everything's gotta be fine. Otherwise I don't think he'd wait until now to tell no, me. No, I would have. I don't know. No, it's, no, it's true. I was, I, I didn't tell Nikki this cause like. You I got a tattoo. I got skin cancer. I know, right? <laughs> Boom, motherfucker. You thought you were coming with the surprises today. Guess who's dying? <laughs> what up? <laughs> yeah, Nikki wanted to post about it, but I said, wait until Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, uh, everything's good. I just wanted to let everybody know. But if that's like, um, I'll, I'll say, I will say this. When I mentioned it weeks ago, it did not affect Patreon at all. So I'm just saying, so now that we're in the clear, maybe yeah. it will. Okay. We're like $32 away from uh, eating pure capsaicin. Yeah. Mm. So, Come uh, on. That's on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Tadpog underscore podcast. No, just Tadpog. Oops. Mm. <laughs> All one word. Tadpog underscore wait. Nope. Oops. S- spell, out, spell out underscore. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be my – I think I'm going to change the uh, Tadpog Twitter account to Tadpog spelled out underscore <laughs> and then podcast. Well, there was a college humor skit about that. Oh, like, is what, there? Damn it. Something like, what's the, what's the password? Um, oh, right. Note underscore book. Well, it's not working. You know, you have to write out underscore. Notebook <laughs> underscore book. Those clever bastards. <laughs> Back when they were good. Yeah. Are they not good? I haven't watched the – I feel like the, the prime generation that like – was made it big when we were there. They've all moved on. They've all like, moved on to huge things. They've all things. moved on to Tadpog. Yeah. Now they all listen to Tad. We've <laughs> we've soaked all that college humor yeah. audience. Mm-hmm. They're like, we don't need that stupid Jester logo. We got a Sonic parody. So, <laughs> <laughs> about mostly Super Nintendo games. <laughs> you want to try this yuck bar? Yeah, this thing has been sitting in front of us forever. Yeah, because we were at Books a Million and Melissa saw that. And she's like, oh, we got to try this on the show. This is by... Did you look at the brand? No. Who made this? A company called Moose. Mm. Let me re- let me read to you right off the label about Moose. Are you ready? Manufactured by Moose Toys. This isn't even a candy. This is this is a toy. We're about to eat a toy. Mm, perfect. Uh, they are based out of Australia, where apparently you can sell anything as food. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Perth. Listener. What are you gonna do with this? All this bad plastic. I don't know. Does it taste good? No. Perfect. <laughs> it is a toy. <laughs> It's a tiny treasure chest that opens up, and inside is another bag. Oh, look. There's two pieces. Perfect. I'll toss it to you. Good catch. Okay, so what's the premise of these? They're supposed to be nasty? I just assume, yeah, they're just gross. The Grocery Gang Yuck. This is a series, too. 
There's two groceries inside. So you Oh and no, I... this is not food. <laughs> <laughs> that is not food. Let's eat it anyway. Yes. <laughs> Damn, yeah, this is not food. We These thought... are tiny toys. Honey, it's not food. <laughs> no, let's eat them. Come on, it's fine. Mine is a rotten sandwich, but it looks like it goes on a pencil. I don't know what mine is. Mine looks like a sesame seed bun Gatorade bottle. That's what it looks like. <laughs> With shades, and it looks like he he looks like he threw up a little bit. But I'm gonna eat it. It's made in China. <laughs> they're like pencil erasers. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, there we go. Thanks, Melissa. Yeah, they're not food. <laughs> That's funny because I also 100% thought it was a yucky candy bar. I would have been really disappointed if last session, because I, <laughs> dude, I was really close because I was drunk and hungry. And I was like, I'm going to open that and eat it. It looks like a fucking Twix bar. Doesn't it the does. Yeah. Doesn't look like a Twix it bar? It looks like it would be a gross candy bar. They should call them yucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that, that <laughs> didn't work funny. out. <laughs> Shining Force 2? I got more stuff to talk about. Fuck we can put so. Shining Force 2. No, this could be. It. Also, I want to mention, do you know what episode number this is? 404? 404, episode not found. We don't have to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's what, that's what we should We can publish fun. silence, and it'd be fine. And I'm sure everybody would think it's hilarious. Genius. Yeah. <laughs> we if, send that in for our McCarthy Genius Grant. God, if only we were brave enough. <laughs> um. I have I have important news to announce. Mm. This is more important than me being um, clear of weird moles. Mm. Oh, they cut those fuckers off, by the way. Cut like, them up, didn't like, freeze they, them like, off? They are gone. They they sliced them off with a razor blade. I had it done behind Walmart. Is that normal? <laughs> <laughs> they no, just go to the mole dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> the mole hunch. There's a dumpster that just has moles stenciled it's on the side. It's just a razor blade on a stick oh, that God. hangs over a dumpster. You yeah. just rake, rake your skin against mm-hmm. it, get your moles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mommy, what's that dumpster full of dirty snow? <laughs> <laughs> it's, no, like a, it's like a dystopian Jeff Foxworthy <laughs> skit. <laughs> Uh, uh, so they cut them off with a little <laughs> razor blade and then they're like, oh, we're going to cauterize them. So they cauterized mm. each one of them. Dude, that fucking like tiny ass room that they cauterized these moles in, mm. like it smelled like the worst possible thing. Like I couldn't help, but like I looked at the, um, the they nurse. numb you first. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh Yo, God. I was yeah. about to say like, but you were going to say that little room was so full of screams. Yeah. So oh man. <laughs> just so many. He pulled out his lightsaber and just. Exactly. <laughs> man, I had to ask the woman, I was like, do you ever get used to that smell? That is the worst. <laughs> and she's like, it's. Makes me hungry now. Yeah. Right. I want some ruffles. <laughs> I want some lays. <laughs> Sir, do you eat a lot of starch? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, sir, did you bathe last night? <laughs> uh, she said that she uh, has gotten used to it, but it's still gross, which I felt like was mm. an adequate answer. Okay, <laughs> But more important than that news, more important than me being cancer-free, I started watching a show mm. uh, that you might be familiar with uh, called Dragon Ball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Man, you trying to make me hard playing Shining Force 2 and watching <laughs> Dragon Ball? <laughs> And talking about mole dumpsters, I know how that gets you going. Uh, I started watching Dragon Ball, and it's because it felt like the slowest fucking burn ever to get me to watch that show. Because the la- uh, we were at, um, when we went to McElwain's house a long time ago for his birthday, mm-hmm. uh, a few people were watching Dragon Ball there. 
And like I caught a little bit and I was like, oh, this I had never seen it before. I assumed that Dragon Ball was like Dragon Ball Z. No. I assumed that it was all just screaming and powering up <laughs> for 25 minutes. And then you see like a little hip hop video commercial in between it. Um, <laughs> And then so I saw... A them. picture of Vegeta being sad in the end by Linkin Park. <laughs> right, that's Dragon Ball Z. Right, that's it. I got it. I figured it out. So when I saw it uh, in person, when I saw the original Dragon Ball, I was like, oh, this actually looks kind of funny. Yeah. And then I got drunk at that birthday party and then I forgot about it. We watched E-Fuck for like we three did. hours. Right. That's where we watched the um, oh, the, the homemade circumcision. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ooh. And um, so, right, that washed it completely out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other day, um, I was talking to Ben on Twitch chat. Uh, I'm telling you, guys, you got to get on Twitch chat. This is this is the twitch.tv slash tadpod <laughs> underscore podcast plug. Um, he was mentioning uh, Dragon Ball, and it kind of like brought it back in my mind. And I was like, no, I don't really like it, because we were talking about the Chrono Trigger art and stuff like that. Um, and then I just happened to see randomly a really, really nice gif from Dragon Ball on Reddit. It was like the animation was really good. Mm -hmm. And I was like, ah, just on a whim. I was like, let me just see if this is streaming anywhere. And it was on Hulu, and I started watching it, and then I'm just, so I'm watching it now. <laughs> good. That, that's awesome. the story. Uh, it's really good. Yeah. yeah. I've heard it's like, it's genuinely very funny. It is it is funny. And it's like, Nikki's watching it with me too, Like, and she's not watching like religiously, but like, I'll turn it on and she doesn't mind, essentially, is what that means. <laughs> that's as good as it gets. And like there are things where it's like, well, things will happen and I'll kinda like look over her and be like, All right, how's this one gonna how's this one gonna track? <laughs> uh that that blood coming out of Master Roshi's nose looks right. she looked at a pussy. Right. How's this uh, go? Not just any <laughs> pussy, a uh Mm, about 20 seconds ago, she said she was 16. Let's see how this goes with the wife. All right. She seems weirdly okay with it. So that's my announcement, which I thought was going to be like tattoo <laughs> level. Yeah, I thought it was going to like shatter your, your perception. Oh, I'm very reality. happy. I'm very happy. Um, I've been playing Street Fighter 2, Ultra Street Fighter 2 mm -hmm. on the Switch. I have ordered it. It will be here at the end of the month, probably. <laughs> I think I'm going to do uh, a tournament. Do you, awesome. Do you want to do that? I'm in. Okay, then I'll wait. Yep. I'll wait for that. But I, I feel like I needed to address it because I am concerned that some people in Tadpog Nation may have bought it just on um, the fact that I said there would be a tournament. So there will be a tournament. I haven't forgotten. Cool. Uh, there will be a tournament. All for it. Uh, the revolution will be televised. All 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 Zangiefs. All Zangiefs. And all Zangiefs. All Zangiefs. All Zangiefs. It's called the hug the hug boy games. <laughs> <laughs> hug boys. Oh, dude, dude! I haven't told you this yet. Holy shit! Um, so Henry's got a lot of stuffed animals mm -hmm. that he sleeps with. He's got uh, Nene, which is a horse. He's got Martha puppy, which is a puppy. Mm -hmm. And he has it's a Martha. It's a Martha, right? <laughs> it's a stuffed Martha. Uh, it's a bush, it, and it makes Batman and Superman. Right. Oh, they just bond. <laughs> yeah, they duck. <laughs> So he also has How a. Do you know that name. <laughs> Get out of me! <laughs> he feels so right. He also has a Care Bear that he mistakenly called a Care Boy. So that is from here on out. I told Nikki, I was like, "That's a fucking Care Boy. That is that is a Care Boy for eternity. We're keeping that Care Bear forever, and we're gonna every now and then I'll bring it out and be like, "How's it going, Care Boy?" And you give me that care boy stare. Oh, man. Mm. God. I lost my shit. We were tucking him in. It's like we're trying to get him all sleepy. Um, and he says care boy. And I 
erupted in laughter. I mean, it was like I could not fucking contain it. I could not. I had to leave the room and come back into a very confused uh, two-year-old. I think that's all my things. That's good. Man, does it? <laughs> I think that's it. I've had a lot that I've been wanting to share. I mean, we haven't had a standard episode in a, in a while. No, this feels good. One more thing. Okay. <laughs> all, oops, all announcements. <laughs> um... So we were talking about on the latest Patreon episode, patreon.com slash <laughs> Uh We were talking about um, not really having a good archival service for our super mm, old episodes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because the RSS feed that we publish- Very glad you brought this up. Um, only goes back like 30 episodes. And I can alter that a little bit, but like if I go much beyond that, it fucking crashes in iTunes every yep. time. I think it's an issue with our host. I don't want to change our host. Like, they've been our host for fucking almost five years now. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't want to make that move. It's almost like, well, this house isn't the best house, but all our shit is here, and I don't feel like moving. <laughs> um, so we mentioned that on the Patreon episode, and then um, Yuri partner, Janie, mm-hmm. got in touch with us and said that she would set up a YouTube channel uh, that has all our archives on it. Yeah, she'd asked for access to the archives a while back because right. she wanted to work on the wiki. Right. So we're like, okay, sure, there you go. If, you, if you're if you willing to work on the massive undertaking that is the Tadpog wiki, absolutely. Right. So yeah, and then she told us she had YouTube experience, she would do it. How about, yeah, all right. So yeah, she has done an amazing job like making intro videos yep. and outro video and like she's done an amazing job getting so far our early, early stuff is is out there on YouTube. So yeah, subscribe to that. Check that out. I figured, yeah, that is the best way, I think. I'll have a link to that in the show notes. Um, And I wanted to bring it up because I wanted to thank Yuri partner, Janie, but I also wanted to say that I made the mistake of listening to an early episode. (laughs) Oh, damn. Top Gear 2. Oh, boy. See, I totally forgot about that. Uh, I, I was so close to messaging Janie and being like, Pull the plug Take on this down. project. Take it all down. Pull the plug on this project because I Burn listened. It to the ground. Shut it down. <laughs> I listened to it. And I was like, oh my God, how did we how did we grow a fucking audience? How did it happen? How did someone not like listen to 30 seconds and be like, this is bullshit? Next. It's bad. Yeah. It's bad. What do we get to fill at maths? That's that's really bad. Do we get to what? Tyler and Dave fail at math. Oh, fail. Oh, I do not. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you? I mean, we're better now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although yeah, we saw plenty of people, ton of people who love classic early Tadpog. I don't think they mean like in the single digit <laughs> episodes. <laughs> they mean from like 70 on. <laughs> right? Like I've got so much respect now for listeners who's like, uh, I've been here since episode one. Holy shit. How? Oh, why? How did you do that? <laughs> Do you have all your skin? So I I th- I think we should give Janie a new title. Okay. Yeah. The thing that's come to me is executive producer Janie. Oh, I like that. I like that. So. I wanted to kind of work something in. I want to work a, the word tube in somehow. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Because executive producer tube. <laughs> executive put tubester. <laughs> uh. Because we've got Grandmaster Wiley. We do. Tube Tube Meister Janie. Tube Meister. <laughs> um, hmm, tube Fast, Tube Furious. <laughs> yeah. um, let's see. Uh, or you, 
Tubin? YouTube master. What's that game? Tubin? Tubin. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Tubin. Where you're like, uh, is it Tubin? It's the game where it's like, it's a, it's like you're floating down a river and it's like, it's kind of like. <laughs> it's the game where you have to beat Lavos. Tubin? <laughs> You know, it's got Frog <laughs> and Marley and some redhead spiky hair dude. I can't remember. <laughs> he looks like Goku, sort of, with a yeah. sword. So, Tubin? <laughs> I'm looking up Tubin, man. It's a game. It exists. We're going to play it. I'm going to show you the art for Tubin, and you're going to be like, oh, that game. I saw that one for rent my entirety of childhood. <laughs> not Jeffrey Tubin. No, no. not Absolutely not. He was a, a man. Um that's not the name of it. I'll find it later. It's not Tubin. <laughs> Maybe it's Super Tubin or Radical Tubin. Uh, mm, let's see. YouTube Queen. I like that. Yeah. YouTube it's, Queen Janie. I like that. I feel like she's doing a lot of work, so maybe she yeah. can decide. That's true. We, what do you want to be called? We've given a lot of options here. Yeah. Most of them have been bad. <laughs> yeah, you're doing an incredible amount of work. There are some ideas. You pick what you like the best. Uh, it is Tubin. Here it is. <laughs> Look. You go down a river in a tube, and you avoid stuff. Oh, it looks like the Mario uh, barrel game. The, the Mario, Mario RPG, game? whenever you're rolling the barrel down, yeah, uh, down the river. Yeah, absolutely. NES Tubin box art. I'm going to show you this box art. This is great on this this audio podcast. Everyone loves this. Um, okay, can't find it. I give up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shining Force 2? Well, I got a couple more things to okay, talk about. Okay, perfect. Really. Not really. Shining Force 2, <laughs> I'm ready. It. We're what? 80 minutes in? 34. I could have said. I could have said an hour and 20 minutes, but I didn't. <laughs> I'm really glad Jimmy Carter didn't die this week. Yeah, me too. I would have felt bad. Me, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful every day that Jimmy Carter doesn't <laughs> right? die. You hear that, Dave? Uh, I do hear that, uh, but I'm not exactly sure what it sounds like. Oh, it sounds like the disappointing cries of children. Who, of, of Randy Holland. <laughs> yeah, <all> right. <laughs> who just spotted a tattoo on his. Damn, damn it, Tyler. Tuck. <laughs> Oh, just, uh, just, why'd you do that to your to your precious boy skin? <laughs> <laughs> to your precious boy skin? You were my care boy, and now you done ruined you done ruined your skin. Now you're my dare boy. You got <laughs> you done dared to mark you up got, your skin. Got that that liquid sin injected into your finger. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Sorry, Pam. Sorry. Sorry. How often have you heard your dad swear? He does it a lot more than now than he used to. Really? Now it makes me laugh. Yeah. So he says it a lot more. Ah, I got His you. favorite is shit. I hear shit a lot. <laughs> Do you never, th- I've not heard my dad say fuck yet. Really? That'll be the day. That'll be the day when I hear my dad say fuck. Show him that tattoo. I've heard my dad say bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Because after I got Melissa, I was like, your parents are going to think I'm the worst influence on you. The worst. Wait, wait. Melissa said that yeah. to you? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, maybe, right? <laughs> like, or the best influence. <laughs> But it doesn't really matter. Nope. <laughs> so, I mean. It doesn't. I do hear that. I do hear um, a bunch of just, oh, man, disappointed care daddies uh, <laughs> who are just, oh, man. <laughs> oh, those care daddies are upset that they, that <laughs> eldest boy skin is all, <laughs> all eaten up. Does, does Ryan have any tattoos? Does your brother have any tattoos? He does not. So you are the, you are the, does, are you the first Holland? Uh, have I have um, my black sheep cousin has a number of tattoos that of my black dad sheep. constantly <laughs> bitches about oh, all really? the time, especially the tattoo he has of a spider web on his stomach. 
on his stomach. Uh-huh. I feel like that's not a usual place. My to... dad thinks that is the dumbest thing he's ever heard. Like, so he'll very semi-regularly bitch about that. Is the center on his belly button? Yep. So like when he comes in there accidentally, he's like, oh, Spider caught himself something. <laughs> <laughs> spider wants a treat. <laughs> Spider's going to save that for later. Send the, send the spider to the fly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my cousin, uh, she has, I believe she's in the process of getting it removed now, but she has a gigantic cross on her neck. Yeah. So yeah, she, I'm, yeah, I think she's getting that taken off. Um, will your next tattoo be a uh, Tweety Bird? <laughs> yep. <laughs> or maybe that'll be mine. On the small of my back. <laughs> Tweety Bird with a backwards hat, just smoking a big old joint. <laughs> I'm going to get that on my and chest. And joint your dick. Right, <laughs> and then underneath, in all caps, like script, it'll say "Care Boy." <laughs> Care Boy parentheses. The joint is my dick. <laughs> then I'll get a job at Suicide Girls. It'll be fine. Damn right. We'll just start a Suicide Boys. Suicide that has to exist. That to me, I'm looking it up right just now. Just a bunch of fat guys coming. I'm sorry. Bad I'm tattoos. I have to pause this podcast one more time. I swear to fuck. Suicide Boys is taken. I hope it's Suicide Guys, and then we'll start Suicide Boys. If it's not taken, I'm buying it right now, live on this podcast. Suicide <laughs> Boys. I'm serious, man. It has to be taken. That's too good. I can buy suicideboys.xyz. But not, what? Not, I can buy Suicide Child for $11.95. <laughs> I'll just we'll just give all our kids a bunch of temporary tattoos and start a suicide oh child. Oh my god, shit got dark. I could buy suicideyouth.com. <laughs> hmm, I wonder why that's not taken. It's just instructions. Oh, <laughs> it's just a lot of hate. Oh shit, dog. <laughs> oh shit. For $4.95, Tyler, <laughs> we could be the proud owners of suicideboys.fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm buying it. Man, that's pretty good. That's a good use of Patreon funds. I'm buying it right now. If you're listening to this podcast, it doesn't matter when you're listening you to it. You can check us out on suicide suicideboys.fun. <laughs> you can find our page with our links to everything we do on suicideboys.fun. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I mean, look, at suicideboys.world is also two ninety five. Might as well buy them all, right? All right, I need I need a moment. Do you want to read from Wikipedia while I buy this domain? Uh, okay. <laughs> this is a game, Tyler, that you that you love. I do. Shining Force Two is what? Where would you place it in your like your ranking of games that you love? It's in my top twenty five. Top twenty five? Yeah. Definitely not top twenty. Uh, yeah, my might be in top twenty. Because re- I replayed it all the way through, still thoroughly enjoyed it, but I mean, I took off my nostalgia glasses on my replay, still thoroughly enjoyed it. So I'm going to say, yeah, top 20. How did you take your nostalgia glasses off? I just played it again. Yeah. <laughs> How long had it been since you played it? Man, long fucking time. A very long, PS, PS1 era, long time. Because I remember I play, I borrowed it. I borrowed Shake's Nomad, and I played it on his Nomad. Shit, dog. Yeah. All right. Well, it's the Shining Force 2 Wikipedia. Went to the Shining Force Wiki. <clears throat> All right. And the first ever Tyler reads from Wikipedia. Shining Force 2 
is a tactical role-playing game for the Mega Drive Genesis console. <clears throat> Let me do that again. That sounds okay. weird. No, you're doing good. <sighs> it's always weird when I do it. Shining Force 2 is oh, a tactical shit. role-playing game for the Mega Drive Genesis console developed by Sonic Software Planning in 1993. Its storyline is not connected to the original Shining Force, although a Game Gear title, Shining Force Gaiden Final Conflict, links the two games' plots. I didn't know that. That sounds awesome. It's fine. I'm not paying attention. I'm buying a domain. (laughs) (laughs) This game is much longer than the first and more free-roaming. There is no chapter system so the player can previously return to visit parts of the world. There are also two different ways of promoting many characters. The game was re-released on the Wii Virtual Console in Europe in October 3rd, 2008, in North America in October 6, 2008. It also appears in Sonic's Ultimate Genesis Collection for Xbox 360 and PS3, and as a standalone game on Steam. I like to talk about the plot, the gameplay, all that, but I think we can get to that. What do you want to talk about today? Because uh, I want to go ahead and just get this out of the way. I haven't mm. finished this game. I'm about... I watched you play it for a while last night. Did you? I did. Um... I didn't say anything because I forgot all my Twitch login information. Didn't feel like we're covering it, so I, I just got watched you. you. <laughs> <laughs> I was curious if you were watching. Melissa, Melissa watched it with me. She was like, "Tell yeah. Dave I said hi." I was like, "Can't, can't." <laughs> I'll text him. <laughs> I nearly sent you a Facebook message. <laughs> just, just randomly, just hi. Melissa says Melissa hi. Says hi. <laughs> she really wants to tell you something, but I won't let her until Tuesday. <laughs> um. So what do you think? How'd I do? Great. Yeah, I did good. Yeah. Yep. You play, we play very similarly. Oh, do uh, we? Although, the only thing I noticed that I would have recommended you do is, um. no matter what it is, <laughs> make Sarah do something every turn. Yeah. Even if she's healing somebody who is one hit point down, fucking use her turn to do something. Man, she's so far behind. Yep. Sarah, my Sarah, poor baby girl Sarah is just so far behind Because I promise you, man, you give her that orb and make her a master monk, she fucking beats ass. I believe it. Everyone's told me. Can I tell you, I swear I swear to God, this is not this is not a plug for twitch.tv slash deathpod underscore podcast. The people who love Shining Force 2 mm-hmm. who have come into that chat have been fucking amazing. They have bl- I have never had such a good experience on Twitch before. Oh. Like, there are um, I want to, do you mind if I give a shout out? Please. Um, I want to give a shout out to Killianny and um, Cirrus AF for helping me through a whole bunch of shit in Shining Force 2. Because they have, like, every time I've streamed, they've, they've popped in and just, like, given me hints mm-hmm. and been super fucking cool about it. And um, they, like, they have so much about this game memorized <laughs> that it is, like, essentially like having two oracles. Uh, where it's just, like, I could just ask a question. Like, I could just speak out loud and be like, should I go left or right? And then an answer would pop up. Like, all right, I'm going to go right. So it's been amazing. So do you enjoy the game? I enjoy the game a lot more than I thought that I would. Yeah. Yeah, a lot more. Um, the game is fucking beautiful. The mm-hmm. game is gorgeous. I did not expect that. Um, and when it goes into the actual battle screen? Everything. Mm-hmm. Like, even, like, when it's outside of the battle. Like, I mean, when you're outside of battles, um, because this is a tactical RPG. There are moments where you're walking through villages and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And that essentially looks like you would expect from the, the era 1993 slash 94 all top down. And mm-hmm. it looks like a final fantasy game essentially. And that all looks fine, but yeah, you're right. When it goes into a battle, like when you're, when, when you're 
attacking, the animations are amazing. Amazing. Like, I mm-hmm. was blown away. Still looks really, very good. I mean, definitely. Holds up. Like, I mean, it, it, it looks like, I mean, an indie publisher could have made it today, essentially, yep. and made it look retro, and I would appreciate it. You know, it, it looks really good. Um, it kind of reminds me of Fantasy Star 4, um, uh-huh. as far as, like, the way the animations work, but I honestly think it looks way better than Fantasy Star 4. I'm with you. Uh, the game, here's what surprised me more than how it looked. The game fucking sounds amazing. It sounds like a Super Nintendo game, which sounds like I'm bashing Sega Genesis, but I'm not. They have inferior sound for the most part, so. <laughs> they really, this is the best sounding Sega Genesis game that I've played yet, and maybe ever will, because this, the music is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, the town music, I mean, is uh, infectious. It gets in your head, yeah. It, I mean, it is. Uh, I'm, da, da. Yeah, I mean it's it's been in my head all day, mm-hmm. um, and it hasn't been it hasn't been a super big chore to play it every night because I've mm-hmm. been wanting to get back to it and play it. Part of that is to finish it, but another part of that is just to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, grinding in this grinding in RPGs is something I typically do not enjoy, but for whatever reason, I do enjoy it in Shining Force. 2. It's a good active your. You're kind of strategizing, like, okay, got to get this guy down to this many hit points. Who am I going to come in to finish it off? Because, all right, narrow down, go from mile wide, narrow that down a little bit. Mile wide. Mile wide, (laughs) because you, um, basically, you play an army. And it is, yeah, it's a tactical RPG where you're a small, I don't want to say, you're not really a rebellion, but you're a small force. You're a force. Yeah, that has been kicked off their island, and you're trying to reclaim your homeland from this evil force. And you're going across the countryside, making alliances, recruiting characters, leveling them up, equipping them, and trying to figure out how you could defeat this great evil and take back your home. And in that, you get tons of characters, mm-hmm. tons and tons of characters. And each one is has this unique character design and abilities and skills, and yeah, it goes turn turn by turn. You and enemies on a big battle screen with your movement and your attacks. It, it's man, man. I, I really, I really enjoy Shining Force too. And thoroughly enjoyed my playthrough again. How long did it take you to beat? I don't recall. I should look. I can check on my because you played it on Steam, right? I did. I played the the Sega Ultimate Pack or whatever it's called. I'm probably about 17 hours into it, and I feel like I'm probably. Maybe forty percent of the way through the game. Did you beat the Kraken? I did beat the Kraken. The Kraken is one of the first like big like battles people have trouble with. Uh, he destroyed me the first time I fought yeah. him because I went to him early because he's a boss that you can you can skip some stuff and just go straight to the Kraken. Mm. And I did that accidentally because there's a section in the game where you get a raft and it kind of allows you to explore along the river. And I went the wrong way, not knowing, and then I just I was just in a battle with the Kraken and mm. like. My my force is doing like one point of damage to him. Oh damn! And he is like, oh damn! Every hit is like a heavy attack, and he's getting like <laughs> dual attacks. I mean, it was oh, just. Oh yeah, he I mean, fucks you. He can fuck you up. Like he essentially like almost one shot um, the werewolf character, Gerholt. Uh, yeah, I fucking love Gerholt. Yeah, he's cool. In my way, in my in my, as soon as I get him, put him in, and I use him constantly. The people, man, the the characters that have natural attacks are fucking beasts. 
Well, and it's great because you don't have to upgrade their armor to, or yeah, their weapons. Their I mean. weapons, and then they get huge attack bonuses every time they level up. Gerhalt is getting like three points of attack every time he levels up. Same for Peter. Fucking Peter the Phoenix. Holy shits. Can we talk about Peter for a minute? Yeah. I feel like we're jumping all the, all around. All over. But yeah, I do fine. not give a shit. How about that? <laughs> um, Peter is a character in the game. He is a phoenix. Mm-hmm. We haven't talked about promoting yet, but I'm going to segue into that. Mm-hmm. Peter is, when you meet him, a baby phoenix. Yep. He's he, dumb as shit. He looks derpy. Mm-hmm. He looks essentially like... Um, do you remember Finch from uh, one of the Sesame Street movies? I can't remember what. She's mm-hmm. like the bounty hunter going after Big Bird or something oh, like that. Oh, no. Um, or like she's his parole officer or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, he looks super derpy. Like he literally looks like he's wearing doo-doo on his head. Like, yeah. I mean, he really. He's like a dodo, like a, caric- a picture of like a drunk no, of a dodo bird. No, I said doo-doo. Doo-doo-doo. <laughs> doo-doo. <laughs> and... Um, his name is Peter, which there's nothing wrong with the name Peter, but he's a fucking phoenix, uh-huh. man. <laughs> yeah. I would expect a phoenix not to have, like, a human male name. I think after, like, playtesting, that's why they have him as a computer-controlled character for the first five or six battles. Because you're not going to want to use him. He looks so fucking dumb. Oh, you think people would just, like... Ignore him. Kill him and never revive him? It's easy to do. Oh, you don't have to revive Peter. He auto-revives. He's one of two characters that auto-revives. Oh, yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. Uh, I found out about that in Twitch chat, (laughs) and then like I was like all smug when he died in battle, because like he'll be back. Uh, Turns out he does not resurrect in battle. It's after battle. Yeah, after battle. (laughs) Because I'm like, I got this wrapped up. (laughs) Peter's going to resurrect next round. I'm going to kill this Kraken. No big deal. Mm. But he, yeah, I think, because it illustrates, like, I mean, he just destroys shit. I think he is one of the, if not the most powerful character in the game, he is definitely one of the most powerful characters in the game. Because characters that can fly have such a staggering advantage over everyone else in this game. So I'm glad that you brought up flying, because there are three different types, right? There's land, flying, and floating. Is that correct? I have I mean, that sounds right. Okay, that's what I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, and it's important because there are terrains on the battle maps uh-huh. that give you defense bonuses. Like if you're in um, if you're in trees or like tall grass, you get like a plus 30% bonus to defense. It's your movement is fucking nerfed to hell, though. That's right. You do move slowly through it. Um, but if you are a flying character, uh, you are able to move through it quickly. You're able to move over those trees. Mm-hmm. You're able to move like over columns and stuff like that. Yep. But you do not gain the bonus oh, I didn't know from that. the terrain. Okay. I wouldn't know this either, but people like the wonderful fucking people, uh, the Shining Force 2 people who just came out and like gave me tips. It was, it was amazing. There's no way I would have known that. Uh, and then the third type is floating, which is essentially flying, but it also gives you the bonus uh, oh, okay. based on terrain. Can't be many characters that do that. I haven't found any yet. I'm, I think promoted Kiwi has got to be like that. Um, which Kiwi is, uh, he's a tort. He's a, he's a, he's a hard one. Yeah. Uh, he is a, yeah, he's, I have, I've given up on Kiwi. He's a, he's a secret character pretty much that I, I found him on my own, my first playthrough. Nice. And he is, I was, I mean, I love defense in games anyway. Mm-hmm. So he is, cause yeah. Okay. You recruit, you start off as the hero boy. Hero boy. Boy, boy, boy. But he was tied to me. So you start out with this as your hero character, and then his two best friends, 
Sarah the Bowie. Bowie. Bowie's what like I David call him. Bowie. Like David Bowie. 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 <laughs> Welcome to the next ten minutes of the show. <laughs> Bowie. Bowie. Although the next time I play through the game, uh, I'm gonna name him uh, Ziggy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that see, because the hero Sarah the cleric. Yeah. And then Chester the knight. Yes. It's Chester's, Chester's a centaur, by yep. the way. Yep. Plenty Which, of centaurs in this game. Yeah, I've run into two at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would never have known. I honestly didn't know that Chester was a centaur because every character in this game, I shouldn't say every character, but all of your members of your force have portraits. And Anybody that is important to the story or is recruitable has a character portrait when you talk to them. And this ties into the game being beautiful mm-hmm. because like, this is such a nice layer of polish that this game has mm-hmm. uh, where it you see these portraits of the characters and they can express a limited range of emotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the fact that they can do that is, is wonderful. It reminded me kind of uh, why I loved UN Squadron. Do you remember when we talked yeah, about that? Yeah, yep. That game, I, I don't love, but the fact that that game had like portraits and it of the pilots yeah. really helps con- me connect with the characters. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can't tell you how much I, I love Final Fantasy VI. I love Chrono Trigger. I wish those games had portraits in them. Yeah, whenever that, like, they talked, like if you saw, like they, I think they do that in the in the remakes. Oh, do they? I, th- I think. I haven't played a lot of them, but I think they do. But yeah, I think it helps definitely, especially with that art, because the Final Fantasy VI art, you don't get to see a lot of it except for on the, the in the menu. When you're equipping and right, exactly. Yeah. And it's good. So it'd be nice if it had like Shining Force where it has their character portrait mm-hmm. right there beside it. So all of these portraits are like really close cropped uh, shots of mm-hmm. their faces, essentially. I did not know um, that he was a centaur, that Chester was a centaur, until battle started. And I was like, who the fuck is this centaur? What is this shit about? And then I realized that it was Chester. Mm-hmm. And then every now and then he neighs, because of course he does. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That weirds me out a little bit. Like There are several, especially like, I mean... He's in love with Sarah, so you know, do with that oh, with that, that what you will. <laughs> that explains some weird deviant art that I saw, <laughs> which had Sarah pregnant riding him, and he was carrying shopping bags. I'll see if I can. I'll see if I can find it. That'll be the show notes at tadfog.com. I'm so happy you played this and enjoyed it that I could share this experience with you and these this because I haven't got to really talk to anybody about Shining Force Two in such a long yeah. time. I I really I really am enjoying it. Um, this game is surprisingly good. Mm-hmm. I ex- I expected a good game, but I did not expect a game that was so much fun to play because it's so old. Like it's mm-hmm. it's pretty rare. Where I play one of the games that we have to that's on the list where it's like, oh, yeah, this sucked me in. I mean, usually I can appreciate it. Yeah. But like this one is like this one has sucked me in. And I and I, I have to be honest, a lot of that might have to do with the fact that I I don't feel like I'm playing it alone. Playing Twitch, yeah. playing Shining Force 2 on Twitch with Twitch chat feels like when I played Earthbound over at Annex 2 with you. Ah, OK. Because I'm playing it with people who have already played it. And they're being super cool and helping me when I ask. But when I'm not asking, they're just enjoying the game yeah. because they love it too. Um, it's been really that. It's fun to watch. That has That's elevated a good one to my watch. experience. And it's like the battles are like 
what, like 30 minutes long Yeah, each, I mean, they're long. But they don't feel like it. Like, yeah. it, it's it's almost this, like, arc, I don't want to say arcade style, but it's almost like an arcade mentality because it's, like, it's really easy for me to be, like, one more battle or let me get Sarah up two more levels mm-hmm. and then I'll stop playing. Yeah. And then, like, that battle will be done. I'll reach that goal and be like, all right, one more battle. And it's it's really easy to get in that kind of, like, casino mentality where it's like, yeah, just one more quarter in the slot machine. (laughs) Yeah. Because you, yeah, you're the hero who is a swordsman and your two friends, three friends, I'm sorry, Jaha as well, who is a ax wielding warrior. Right. And you're all, who's always late apparently. Yep. Man, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I completely derailed myself earlier (laughs) when we were talking about Peter and how dumb he looks. Uh Uh-huh. What's really cool, there's a really super cool mechanic in this game where you can, once they're level 20, mm-hmm. you can promote them. Mm-hmm. And that kind of works like it does in Final Fantasy 1, uh, right? Where you mm-hmm. they are the same character, but they kind of- grow up, quote unquote. Right. They grow up and they have a more advanced job. Um, and when Peter grows up, when he reaches level 20 and you promote him, uh, all of a sudden he looks like a badass. Yep. Yep, he becomes a a phoenix out of fucking Harry Potter. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean he lo- he's, he looks like really fucking cool. Uh, he's actually featured in the art of this episode because I mm. felt like it should be Bowie, but I was like, no, it's gonna be Peter be because Peter. Peter's really the main character in the game. <laughs> I have heard that like Peter is a speedrunner's wet dream because it's mm. like he is always in a speedrunner's party. I mean, yeah, he's fucking because he. Most characters who can fly have shitty defense. Tons yeah. of ace, tons of HP, but awful defense. Good speed, amazing movement, but you get them up there and they're dead in two attacks. Luke, my other birdman. Yeah, oh God, Luke. I I like Luke, but I had to boot him. I like Luke too, but man, he gets hit and it's just like, holy yep, you're shit, done. man. Yep. Uh, and I found out that I wouldn't have known this otherwise, but um, like flying units take extra damage from... Um, like archery units, oh, okay. which makes sense when I think about it. But like it, this ties into one of my complaints about the game. And that is the game does not explain this. Oh, shit. not at all. Like stuff. I've played this game for years. And what you just told me didn't know. It does not. Cause it doesn't explain it. Like nope. at, at any given point, does it explain really honestly? Cause you'd think like anything. you'd go in and talk to Sir Astral, who is your mentor, who teaches you everything that he would say. He's Elminster essentially. Yeah, pretty much. Or Gandalf, I yeah. guess. <laughs> he looks a lot like Gandalf. You're right. So, I mean, yeah, if he, if you'd gone into like your headquarters and talked to them, you'd think he would tell you, Hey, when you go into battle, remember this. And that'd be a good way to put that in, but he doesn't. And I don't have the instruction manual, so I do not know uh, if that I've like, never seen it either. gave you that information. But there's nothing in the game that tells you that. Like, there's that I found. Um, which is, like, once you have that knowledge, it's kind of useful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like promoting characters, like we just talked about. I had no idea. Like, the game doesn't tell you that you can do that. Yeah, you just see when you talk to a priest, there'll be, like, an option, like, promo, promote, question mark. Yeah. Like, you don't know anything about it. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's been, I'm not going to lie, that is the biggest complaint I have about this game, is how obtuse it is, Mm -hmm. if you come at it with no outside knowledge. I'm going to, I'll be honest, man, if I were playing this game by myself, in a room, with no outside influence, I've got no internet, I would hate this game. Yeah. I would hate it, because I wouldn't understand it. Yeah. Maybe if I had the instruction manual and I could read it, and like, if that information is in it, I'd be like, all right, I got this. But just based, like... Face value, going in blind, I do not think I would like it because I'd be slaughtered. Yeah. 
Have you promoted anyone yet? I have, man. I did last night, and I was that was I was enjoying the game, and then I started promoting characters. I got a whole bunch of characters up to twenty at the same time, yeah. and it was just like bam, 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 bam. And I saw all these characters that I had grown to love over the course of the seventeen hours or whatever just grow up instantly, mm-hmm. and it's like. Jaha is a character. I loved his character design. Did you save uh, hold off for the special item? I did. I found okay. the special item uh, that you've actually been super helpful to. You've been giving me hints, and I appreciate that. I did get the um, – I can't remember the item that allows him the to – The warrior's promote, crest? Yes, to promote to Baron. Um, he turns from this, like – adorable boy with like yeah. these like the character design's wonderful he's got these big ears he looks he's, like an extra from Oliver and Company he does <laughs> and he's wearing this like gray do-rag who knows why <laughs> I don't know he's kind of like portly mm-hmm. and it's like I like this guy a lot and it's like I honestly had a moment where I was sad because like he turned from this like adorable boy to this fucking ironclad badass knight mm-hmm. and it was just like I like this, but I'm honestly a little heartbroken that that my little my little care boy grew up. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I promoted him. Mm-hmm. I promoted Chester, who honestly didn't really change that much because um, he. I promoted him to Paladin. Mm-hmm. I heard that he can promote to Pegasus Knight. I I did that on my latest playthrough. Used him for a few battles and booted him. That's what I've, people were recommending. They were like, yeah. you will get an opportunity to, to get another Pegasus Knight later on in the game. So most people just upgrade him, promote him to power. I mean, because you get him, you get that item way later on, like far later. I mean, people are level 10 in their new class before you get the Pegasus wing. I see. And then, of course, then that person you promote goes back to level one. Right. So, and if it's, I mean... You get Jaro, the Pegasus Knight, which Pegasus Knights are uh, the cent- centaurs that can fly. Spoilers. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't met him yet. Jaro? Yeah. Jaro. Okay. And incredible movement, tons of hit points, but he's like Luke. Like, man, one hit, and it's like, Jaro takes 50 points of damage. It's like, and then Chester, who is sort of tanky already, and then yeah. go, just completely changes. Like, oh, I ended up, yeah. I ended up, I dropped him, I dropped Luke. Like, yeah. I didn't keep many... Because later on in the game, like that's I complain about my, of mine is it doesn't the enemy's attack doesn't scale very well. It goes from like Kiwi, who is I I know I think he, a lot of people probably don't like Kiwi. Kiwi I really the did the slash twerk. Squirtle. Yep. Slash he looks like a, a Kappa. Yeah, like, yeah, he looks Final like Fantasy. Kappa because exactly. he's like a turtle who's got a bald spot and like a friar's haircut. Yep. And he wears like this Gundam like looking this, helmet. Yeah, this, like, he looks like he's wearing, <laughs> it looks like he murdered Kane from Final <laughs> Fantasy IV. Like he murdered Kane in his sleep and then took his <laughs> dragoon helmet. Helmet. And that's what he uses as his weapon. Yep. He, he takes, takes it off, it off and throws, throws it. it. Once you, he's hard to promote. He's not great as a tort. But once you get him to level 20 and you promote him, um, he becomes a monster. And he is, I guess he's that floating class because he's ground bound and walks, but he has the same movement. As a flying character. Uh, see, I've seen, um, because last night I expressed in Twitch chat uh, that I was done with Kiwi. I was fed up because it's like he was so far behind in levels. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, I would have to grind for a long time to, to get him to 20. Mm-hmm. And someone sent me, they're like, well, you need to see what he looks like when he's promoted. If you're going to write him off, let me show you what, he's, what he looks like promoted. And they sent me um, an image of him in his monster class. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge kaiju fan. Like I don't I'm not super knowledgeable, <laughs> but I know Gamera when I see it. 
and like I saw his like movement sprite and it's fucking Gamera. It is. It's like because he's got those like four sparkler like things that allow him to rotate, which this ties in the Dragon Ball because I watched an episode of fucking Dragon Ball where Master Roshi is flying on a creature called Baby Gamera. <laughs> oh, I don't remember. <laughs> which just spins around in the air. I don't know if he makes a return or not, but like. Um, that was another moment where I looked over at Nikki and I was like, do you catch this reference? You don't. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't. I mean, I played through because he, he gets a horn and he's like just this giant badass turtle. He breathes fire and stuff. Is he's, that right? He's got like his attack is because the thing about about Kiwi is his defense is fucking super high. His physical defense is through the roof. But his hit points are so fucking low. His hit points are garbage. So everyone's doing one point of damage to him, but he only has like eight hit points. Not ever, dude. If Kiwi runs up against like Kiwi's great like versus physical damage, but it's like a mage rolls up. Oh yeah, and it's like he's dead. One shot. Blaze one. He's you're, fucking dead. You are done. Yeah, yep. you're dead. Yep. Bye, Kiwi. That's so what I couldn't handle. This last time, because the thing is, even after he's promoted, he'll do decent damage. But every now and then, you'll just see Kiwi breathe flames. And then just this belching animation of fire breath that does a massive amount of damage. Massive amount of damage. You never know when it's going to happen. It's but completely random. It's random. Does it happen on his turn? Yeah, whenever he attacks. Oh, okay. Instead of like, because as a, as a monster, so, he will tuck himself inside his shell and rocket launch into the enemy. I see. And then every now and then, instead, he will belch flames and do 50 points of Important damage. Important question. When he rocket launches, does he rotate or does he fly straight forward? He just fly straight forward. Okay, never mind. Not Gamera, then. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, after, and I worked on it this time. I was like, I want to I make this relationship with Kiwi work. So all of my bread items that gave you bonus H- bonus HP went to him, right? And I don't know what to do with a lot of those permanent. Mm-hmm. There are per- there are items in the game that give permanent stat boosts, and I feel like I've already fucked up because I found out that if you give a character an item that permanently boosts their stat and then promote them, they essentially lose that stat. Oh, bonus. I didn't know that because I gave Slade a, a power water. And then I was just like, yeah, well, Slade's going to be a, he's going to promote to a ninja. I knew that information mm-hmm. going in. Um, Slade's a rat boy, by the way. Mm-hmm. We haven't mentioned him yet. Yep. He is essentially the catalyst of the entire story. Yeah. Um, but we'll probably get into that on part two. Yeah, we'll talk about story, story part, part two. two. Okay. Um, but like, yeah, apparently if you use a stat boosting item on a character and then promote them, it's essentially like you just throwing away the oh, stat man. boost item. No clue. Huh. So I I wasted one and then I was like, oh, okay, I'll just hoard these forever. Yeah. This like this ties in, like this just feeds my tendency to hoard <laughs> items like in RPGs. Like it's just like mm, it's beautiful. And it's hard the item management in this game kinda sucks. It does suck. And then because it, you're you're at odds until you get the caravan. Once you get the caravan, it's a little easier. Tell me why it sucks. Because I agree, it sucks. Everyone has four slots mm-hmm. and I mean, of course, it goes down. It goes in the line of like if your one person's inventory is full, you give it to the next person in succession. But because you're, you're always gonna want, you gonna have your weapon, an accessory, and then you have two other slots for like maybe a healing item. But there are tons of different healing items right. and different status healing items, and then mithril, fucking mithril. We need to talk about mithril, mm-hmm. definitely. Mithril, we, mithril. I say mithril. I've heard other people say mithril. I think it depends on how like high fantasy you want to be. Yeah. You want to be high fantasy and say mithril. I want to be low fantasy and say mithril. 
It's good. It works. But I feel like this game is high fantasy, so let's decide on on Mithril. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mithril is, or sorry, Mithril uh, is hidden throughout the, the game. entire game. They are, um, I would say, impossible to find on your own. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> That's why, yeah, I told you, like, use a guide at least for this. Don't don't fucking worry about it. Oh, and full disclosure, I have been using a guide. Um, loosely. And by that, I mean, I haven't been letting it guide my actions yeah. as is evidenced by the fact that I fought the Kraken three battles too early. <laughs> but I have been like, when I get to a point where it's like, okay, what do I do? I look up the guide. Um, dude, I would have been able to find maybe three pieces of mithril, mithril without the guide. Yeah. Cause they're, uh, it, yeah, it makes no sense where they are. I mean, plenty are in treasure chests. Summer is hitting on the overworld map. Like you don't find any other items in the overworld map. Besides, like, checking mountains and finding Mithril. And, of course, Mithril, you'll get so much of it. You get a lot of it, and it's completely useless until nearly the end of the game. I still don't know exactly what to do with all the Mithril that I've collected. I, there's a blacksmith that you give him, give the, the Mithril to, and he creates magic One, items. Once you go back to Glam in the last part of the game... Uh, your you, hometown. Your hometown. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, you're on, you live in Glam, and then... The evil comes back, you have to leave, and you build up your force until you're ready to go back, and you find a way back to Glam. And once you get back, uh, at one point, uh, you check, there is a cave where a bunch of dwarves are hanging out. If you check their fire, you get a dry stone. Doesn't really say what it's for, just a dry stone. The Close to the last chapter, you go in and you see there's a village on the other side of a river that's inaccessible. But there's a little divot in the river. So if you go to that divot, use the dry stone, it dries up that part of the river, you can cross it, go into the hidden village, which is the the dwarven town. Mm. In the dwarven town, you find the the only blacksmith that still can work with mithril. mithril. I'm rubbing off on you. Yeah. And so basically, this is what kind of almost got me on the game, made me quit. Like, it made me take a lot fucking longer. Because, yeah, I'm driven way ahead of myself. But you go to this blacksmith, and he's like, hey, I can work with this metal. Do you have any? All right, cool. Give me a piece. Who am I making a weapon for? Break me off a piece. Yeah. Yeah, you give him one item, one chunk of it. Uh-huh. Who am I making a weapon for? You pick who it is, and he's like, okay, cool. Come back tomorrow. I'll have something ready. So you leave the town. Mm-hmm. You come back again. Go back to go to him, and he'll say, oh, I have your blah, 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 blah ready. Here you go. So, like, so if you chose Slade. Uh-huh. Like, all right, here's 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 Mithril. I want you to make a weapon for Slade. Cool. You come back. Okay, well, I have one of, like, four different weapons he can make for you. Each one, like, there's a 60% chance you're going to get the shittiest one. A Does, 20% chance and going down. Do you? So he tells you that up front? No. Oh, so okay. I was just, about to say, because that is unprecedented for this game, yeah, to no, give you information. You'd have no idea okay. that you could get different weapons okay. if you didn't know. That like, blew I, my mind more than the fact that you got a tattoo. Yeah. It's like, wait, the game <laughs> told you the mechanics? Yeah, did, until I looked at the guide, like, I had no idea any of this weaponry existed. Because, like, even the shittiest weapon he can make you is still probably better than what you have. So, like, I didn't, I didn't know any better. So, when I go to him, because Slade can... Slade is your sleeper character, because he is... He's the rat boy. Yeah, he's powerful once he's promoted as a ninja. He gets very powerful magic. He has basically the best weapon in the game. He's he the, gets powerful uh, the, magic as a ninja? Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. And I, he That's starts why out you need to use thief. your MP items on him, but oh, only once he has MP. Otherwise, I it's wasted. See. Right, okay. Okay. 
So that makes because they're very expensive, but they're very powerful. I um I promoted him late last night, so I haven't got to play mm-hmm. around with him much as a ninja. Because what happened is I promoted him to ninja, and then he could no longer use his dagger yep. that he was using as a thief. Yep. So and I essentially did a whole battle where he <laughs> just stood in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. I did that too, man. man. I did exactly I just, too. He just looked for porn in a creek while everybody else <laughs> battled. He's like, that was his ninja task. <laughs> Because he gets uh, his two spells are basically the Final Fantasy Eleven Ninja Element spells. He gets Raijin oh, and sweet. whatever. So a, a very powerful lightning spell and a very powerful fire nice. spell of various strengths. We got to talk about Final Fantasy Eleven at some point. Yeah, we really no, do. do. Whenever I think whenever get we get Miller yeah. in, yeah. But and then because he gives you, you get like the katana, the ninja katana, something else, and the geese arm. The geese arm being the only insta-kill weapon in the game. Sure, you get the dark sword, and you use the dark sword, and it casts doom on somebody, but that rarely works, and you can use it one or two times before it cracks, and then if you use it one more time after it cracks, it breaks, and it's gone forever. So it's kind of... Plus, it's cursed. All the weapons that can do that are cursed, and they have negative effects. So he has the only real weapon, the geese arm. You attack somebody, it has a chance of doing, like, Odin's... Slash from Final Fantasy VI. They just, if they're at full hit points. Sansetsuken. They're, yeah, they're done. I've killed uber powerful enemies in a single hit with the Geese Arm Shit. because this time I was determined I'm going to have a perfect playthrough of Shining Force 2. And I did. And damn it, getting that fucking Geese Arm sucked. Really? It because, took you a long time? Because the percentage chance of you going back and having the Geese Arm is incredibly small. How long did it take? Hours. Really? Hours of going and. So because I'm going to have a full Twitch session of me just trying to get absolutely, this Absolutely, if not a few, yeah. <laughs> no shit. Because I had to go back so many fucking times. Uh, I'm going to Game Genie that shit. I got, I, got lucky on a, <laughs> I got lucky on a few. I got lucky on the Levanter, which is the uh, the hero's strong, strongest mithril weapon. Yeah, I got, I got that first try. I got Sarah's most powerful weapon, like the second or third try. But that fucking geese arm took me 50, 60 tries of like... And I had to look up, like, when is the item determined? And then save at that point, and then reload, save, mm-hmm. reload, mm-hmm. save, reload. Leave the leave the town, come back, find out, save and reload. Leave the town, come back, save and reload. And did that. It it made the game so much longer because I got burned out on doing that. Oh, I, I bet. Like, oh, I bet. But I wanted that weapon. I wanted to get this perfect record. So it took me fucking forever, but I finally got it. You had never gotten it before? I'd never this gotten it before. This is the first time you got yep. it. Yep. Is, was it worth it? Yeah, I think so. Really? I mean, it's the only weapon, like, because I'd be fighting dragons with 80 hit points and then, like, send Slade up, dead in one hit. Nice. Like, it helps. So, does it, it doesn't work every time, though. Not every time. What's the, what's it's still the, powerful. Like, yeah. he'll still do a lot of damage. Yeah. But what's, what would you say the percentage is for the insta death effect? 30%. And that's pretty fucking good. That's pretty good. Um, I'm just glad we brought up Slade and I'm glad we brought up his promotion. Um, there are, some other characters that I have, I have a mage called Kazen, mm-hmm. who I really like, um, but I, I, like haven't been, too. I haven't been able to promote him yet because I haven't found his promo it's item. It's like the secret book that you find in like the Elven Village. But from what I hear, I'm I'm close to getting it. Mm-hmm. So You find a lot of shit. You find the orb for Sarah and the book and something else all in that village. And then there is uh, the second centaur that I have in my force, May. Uh, May is fucking badass. Dude, May is yep. a fucking 
baller. I mean, mm. it is insane, dude. And she's she, such a throwaway because she just like, hey, can I join you? Sure. I, yeah, there's Fucking no badass. Yeah, there's no background to her. Yeah, exactly. You just find her in a monster village, and she's like, what's up? Let me go with you. And you're like, all right, sure. <laughs> yep. We could use another centaur. To, I don't know if. If this boy centaur... What do you do? A crossbow? A centaur with a crossbow? Yeah, okay, whatever. Sure, come well, on. It starts out... She starts out with a derpy bow. Yeah. And then, <laughs> like, when you promote her, it turns into, like, she's got all this, like, fucking plate armor on. Yep. She's got this heavy crossbow. <laughs> portrait doesn't change. Yeah. Her portrait doesn't change. Not very many, people, very many people's portrait will change after they're, after they're promoted. Some do. Yeah, not all of them. And I'm super glad that her portrait doesn't change because she has, honestly, probably my favorite portrait in the game because <laughs> she is... Um, this bright, cheery, blonde-haired, green-eyed um, girl you wouldn't expect to be a complete and total, absolute yeah, is fucking awesome. kill lord. <laughs> because that is what yep. she is. I'm sorry, kill lady. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, it's like she leveled up so fast because, like, she's ranged. So yeah, like, you, don't, you don't get a lot of good ranged characters. She's backline, and, like, her damage was absolutely off the charts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I've got – we talked briefly about – uh, I call him Gerhalt. I don't know what uh, or Gerhalt. Gerhalt. Um, that's what I normally called him. Uh, he's a werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> he looks weird. He looks like like a Robin Hood version of a Wolfman from like the Disney's Robin Hood. Yeah. He has like a little like the square hat on with a feather, and he's right. dressed all he's he's dressed like Lord Fauntleroy. But once you promote him, and he's like a wolf baron or a wolf master. And then he's like all shaggy hair and massive saber tooth claws. And when he attacks, he does like this cross thing with his claws, and he does a tremendous amount of damage. He's, he's super slow. Badass. He is. is slow. what I've noticed. Like yep. his movement is is low. Um, I like him a lot. I I'll be honest with you, man. I liked his animation and his portrait. I liked everything about him except for his damage better when he was um, wolf. Uh, when he was werewolf and oh, not okay. Wolf Baron. Thank yeah. you for telling me it was Wolf Baron because they tell you what the class the classes are in initials. four letters. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like when I promoted him, I was like, cool, he's a Wolf Baron. Like, I don't know what the fuck that is. It pretty much only makes sense for the main character because it goes from a swordman to a hero. He goes from a swordman, but my whole thing was like, because uh, the abbreviation for Swordman is um, SDMN. And I was like, was he Sandman from Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> Did you get, uh, well, you probably haven't hit the point where you could get, s- the only other character that I that you could miss in the game is a character called Screech, who is uh, another Birdman. I have found Screech, but not as a character. Um, when I was in the Birdman village, mm-hmm. uh, there was a bird learning to fly uh, that they named Screech. They called him Screech. Yeah, you uh, caught him and saved him. I did, thanks to Twitch chat. Yeah, I, because I wouldn't, I wouldn't have. You, I don't see how you would have known yeah. that. So I, I miss it the first time through. Someone in Twitch chat, I can't remember exactly who it was, but they were like, "Walk to the west, check all the squares," and I was like, "Okay." Because like you, you are my masters, I will do as you wish. And it's like I went over, and then he fell on my head. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And much later on, he's like, "Hey, do you remember me? I grew up pretty fast. I'm gonna join you." <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm kind of like May, in which uh, you don't know much about me, but uh, I want to join. I have incredibly weak defense, and I'm very underleveled, so you're just going to put me right into your caravan. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got the caravan yet, although you've told me about it. Mm-hmm. It's going to allow me to store items and shit. Yeah, it is. It's basically, it's a clown car. Let's put it like that, because like you meet Road, 
and Rode is like he very much wants this wants to find this ancient item. I've met Rode. Yeah. And so Rode comes with you long enough to get the caravan, which I think is the second like if the Kraken is the first battle, like difficult battle, then the battle with the caravan against Taros is the second one. Taros has been mentioned so far in my mm-hmm. playthrough. And from what I understand, he is coming up soon. Yeah. Um, so that is why I've been trying to get everybody to 20 and get them promoted. Yeah. I feel like I probably need to get Sarah to 20 before I, I move on. I mean, because if once you get to that elven village and get the orb and can turn her to a master monk, like, makes a world of difference. Okay. Get her the punching glove or whatever, equip it on her, and then, like... She's basically becomes like the healer. She mm-hmm. has all her same healing abilities, but now movement, attack power, and Master Monks are the best fucking class in the game. I'm looking forward to it. I, I I love this game so far, but it is with a very heavy stipulation that I don't think I would be I would not be enjoying it as much as I am if I wasn't playing it with other people. I can, I totally get that. And it's kind of weird because it kind of shed a little bit of light on Earthbound too. I think I would have loved Earthbound. If I hadn't played it with you, but mm-hmm. like playing Earthbound with you made it so much better. Yeah, playing playing that game with somebody who loves it made it made a big difference, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how this feels too. I get um, that. So so far so good for me. I would give this game um, two thumbs up. Uh, I'm looking forward to finishing it. Like I'm gonna finish this game in stream. Like that is for sure. Yeah, it's not just gonna be. It's gonna be two games finished in stream. Quack shot, it's Shining Force 2. <laughs> uh, we're about time now. I kind of want to talk about the game more, but so I don't really going? have a whole lot more to say, I guess. I feel like I'd be stretching. Oh, oh, there is one thing I definitely want to mm-hmm. say. This goes back to, like, this game has polish, and I fucking respect that. This game has style. The The menus are clunky. I mm-hmm. really think the menus are clunky. They're... um. Because like there are four options for the menu essentially, um, and while it's difficult to navigate around, it's really cool because there are all these little icons that animate. Yep. Which is really neat because mm-hmm. it's like I've never seen that in a game before. But it's like when you want to attack somebody, you choose attack, and there's a little icon which is a, of a button that shows um, not a stick man, but a but a symbolized version mm-hmm. of a person attacking a monster, and they have that. They have an animation for every option Mm -hmm. in the game. Even like my favorite, this is so basic, but my favorite is when you confirm or deny something, there is yes is a guy nodding his head and no (laughs) is a guy shaking his head no. And it's like, oh my God, that's a cool little, like they didn't have to do that. Mm -hmm. Like that's a nice little level of polish that, that they didn't have to do. This game exudes polish i mean like from the animation to the music to the everything about this game feels polished to me like it feels like the developers loved the game that they were working on it didn't feel like let's make this for money it felt like let's make the best game that we can hey because if you want to do shining force sort of haja or shining force one two i kind of do uh i have a question for you i'm glad Mm -hmm. you brought those games up have you played shining force cd no, I have not. Ryan has that. He has the cracked copy, and because they didn't release all of it translated, so he has. I see. For the first two parts that were done, and then he has the third part that was fan translated, cracked, and put on his Sega Saturn or Sega CD. Or is it on the Saturn? He has it for something. Okay. So no, I haven't, and I would love to. The reason I ask, I found I didn't know this, but like I'm telling you, the people who are hanging out in chat are like. 
the fucking Shining Force experts. Mm-hmm. And it's like they were telling because I asked somebody, I was because they lo- they were telling me how that it was the first game they beat and they loved the they love Shining Force 2. And I asked them, I was I told them, I was like, well, my co-host, Tyler, loves uh Shining Force 2 sort of haja on Game Gear. Have you played that? And they said that they did, but they would recommend Shining Force C D because it is the f- it is the first and second Game Gear game together, essentially remastered for Sega oh, CD. Okay. So, like when I heard that, I was like, "Okay, that sounds pretty. That sounds pretty okay." Yeah. So, yeah, maybe I'm into it. Because, because even because now that you've seen Shining Force Two, even for Game Gear, like the the battle cutaways are yeah. like a fantastic quality, even yeah. on the Game Gear for those. Like they put a lot of work into that. I believe it. I believe this game. So far, I'm super impressed. It's got shit. It's got shit. It is, and it's. It almost feels like it diminishes my opinion on Fantasy Star Four a little bit. Yeah, because like I was impressed with Fantasy Star Four, and this then Shining Force Two comes along, and it's all of a sudden like, oh, well, shit. Oh, it's high ranked. This this <laughs> game is. I'm not done with it, but I would say already that it is better than Fantasy Star Four, yeah. in my opinion. The plot is. We'll talk about the story in, in another episode, but. I have some yeah. issues with the story. <laughs> yeah, no, you, there are issues. There are some issues. I remember it being like deep and complex as a kid. Then in my playthrough, I was like, oh, okay, that's a weird leap. <laughs> yes, <right>. yes, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm not crazy at thinking like, okay. Because there are moments where it's like there are crazy leaps in logic mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm glad this guide <laughs> told me to go talk to this man because otherwise <laughs> I would be wandering around this game for eternity. I'm glad this turtle with the top hat told me to go talk to a demon and then disappears forever <laughs> yeah exactly that's what i want my tattoo to be by the way a turtle and a top hat <laughs> go talk to the demon <laughs> yeah with a word with a thought bubble don't worry he's retired <laughs> <laughs> yes creed i believe his name creed. is right yep which of course the first thing i think of is creed from the office <laughs> And I was like, of course that's where they well, got it. I think you. of Apollo Creed, so it was really good. <laughs> yeah, well, I've never seen... I have a secret to tell you. Oh. I've never seen a Rocky movie. Oh, man. Smoke bomb. <laughs> I liked them. I'll watch all the Rocky movies when you watch all the Star okay. Wars movies. That's fair, man. <laughs> so we're, neither of us that's are watching fair. any of those. <laughs> I told Melissa I'd watch the Star Wars movies with her. Yeah, I remember. that, yeah. And that blows my mind. Yeah. I'll get a tattoo for her. I'll watch all the Star Wars. You get a Star Wars tattoo? I kind of <laughs> like her, so. Yeah, I noticed. I'm glad that you like her. Yeah. Uh, we're good? Do you feel like we're good? This, I think so. I think I think if we go anymore, we're cracking open new eggs. Part two. If we keep going, okay. yeah. I feel a little bad because I feel like I have gushed about this game a lot, and mm-hmm. it is one of your favorite games. Oh, I'm enjoying you gushing. Just, just yeah. gushing my mouth, <laughs> oh, man. man. It's yeah. great. <laughs> Man, people are impressed with my gushing. <laughs> <laughs> Man, like the Peter North of gushing about Shining Force 2. The Peter North of Shining Force 2. Yes, I almost said Peter North. <laughs> Peter, Peter North. Oh, my Shining Force 2 skills like Peter North. I haven't even finished my Peter North. I've enjoyed my Mountain Dew Mountain Dew lemonade with tequila. That sounds <laughs> gross as fuck. Wasn't bad, but I like tequila. So. I hate it, man. I hate tequila. You remember the story I told on the show uh-huh. about the first time I had sex? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what episode that is, but I guarantee you, <laughs> YouTube executive producer, partner, yeah. Yuri partner, Janie, will probably have that episode <laughs> up on YouTube soon. Link in the show notes. All right. So thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the show on 
iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and YouTube. So don't miss the next episode. We should be back to our actual play of Call of Cthulhu. You think so? Are we good? I mean, I'm good. I'm good to do it whenever. Just I'm excited. Soon Nicole, to get Josh back and Nicole are available. Into the role of Chili Dog. Dude, we need to. T- Chandra's I know, art. I know. We oh. need to talk about the art. And let's not forget that, that Kyle from Experience Grind also <laughs> yep. submitted art. He had the first. He, he popped he the art. He had the cherry. first. It's not the best. Chandra's the best. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead on the record and say that. Uh, soul Sister Yarn Sorceress Chandra Corn, yes. man. She fucking knocked it out of the park and made some awesome art of the characters, the, the three investigators yeah, for your Call of Cthulhu game, Tyler. Chandra, thank you so much for doing that. Holy shit, it's amazing. I'm going to have a link to that in the show notes at tadpog.com in case you're not on our Facebook group. Yeah, because yeah, cause cause ever since I started listening to the Adventure Zone podcast and I'm in the... Adventure Zone appreciation group on Facebook. People post art there all the time. It's like, man, I fucking want that. Makes I want to see that. It? Yeah, it yeah. does. So whenever I saw Kyle post that art, I was like, this is what I've always even even if it's just like stick figures with dicks. I appreciate this. <laughs> they I've weren't dicks. They were, te- art. they were tentacle infections. <laughs> Look, I thought that it was very creative. Yeah, it was funny. And then Shandra jumped on board and made some like legit fan art. Uh, it's really like, good. Hell. Fucking yes. There's, I think, I feel like there's only one drawback to the art that Chandra posted, mm-hmm. and I feel like that drawback is she has intimidated anybody else who is going to post fan art. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I did like because her portrait of Donna, I thought was it's, you know great. It's the best. Chili dog, I, I, great. I think the portrait that she did of Donna is the best. Yeah, the one of Donna I think is the best. The Whenever best. I saw the one she did of 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 Brock Malone, pocket detective like, Brock Malone. It's like I don't think she's met. Has she met Josh? Because it looks like Josh with a red wig. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought the same thing. It's hilarious. I was curious when I saw it if maybe she went to his Facebook profile or something. Uh, Chili Dog, she nailed because Chili Dog essentially looks just as I had imagined him, <laughs> bandana and everything. Oh man, uh, let's see. I'll save promote. Um, hey, do you want to send us something? Yeah, we haven't talked about that in a while. Do you have any actual gross candy bars for us to try and not not pencil not toppers? Toys. You can send that to Tadbox Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky, 42002. three? It's two. Two. Okay. You nailed it. Yeah. I, I at least know the zip code. Yeah. I don't know if you got anything else <laughs> right. I don't know who this Nicole Nance person is. Not Nicole Nance. <laughs> uh, what else? Um... I haven't done this in a while either. Oh, I want to uh, promote Jorge's podcast. Yeah. I need to look you at... You remember him from the Manhunt episode and also being your friend. Yep. Jorge, <laughs> who has been on three episodes now, uh, two All Calls episodes and Manhunt. He is a professional stand-up comedian, mm-hmm. a friend of mine I used to work with. He's been on. Uh, he has a podcast now, has five episodes out called Occasionally Funny, where the first three episodes are just him talking about a little bit about a stand-up in his personal experience, then he brings on his girlfriend, Laura Lee, and they talk about relationship stuff, uh, being in a relationship with a comedian, how that plays out. So I've enjoyed what I listened to. Does she, I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm excited to. Does she ask him to be funny? No. I'm gonna I don't her, think she asked him to be funny. I'm going to exactly. friend her on Facebook and be like, hey, ask him to say something tell funny. Him, tell him, like, hey, we're doing this podcast. Tell say a joke. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be successful. Be funny. Right. <laughs> Because if you're not, this is going to fail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to starve. <laughs> yeah. In my experience, I've found that pressure really helps creativity. I have something else to 
promote, but I need to find it. Okay. Do you want me to do my thing? Yeah. Don't worry, guys. Like Tyler said, we're going to be back. We're going to be talking about, uh, I guess we're going to be playing Call of Cthulhu. If that doesn't happen, maybe we'll be doing uh, Shining, Shining Force, Force. 2, yep. Part 2. Um, I am I am committed to finishing this game, and I'm going to try to do it as quickly as I can. I um, might not be streaming it tonight because I hear that the Guardians of the Galaxy Telltale game, uh, Episode 2, is uh. com- came out today, so I might be playing that instead. Okay. Uh, but in the meantime, you can always find us on Facebook. We're at facebook.com slash tadpog. Um, I've really been pushing, we've really been pushing to get, um, to grow our Facebook page. Uh, so if you are listening to this and you haven't liked us on Facebook yet, uh, please do. It's like, I mean, we, I want you to donate on Patreon too, but like, mm-hmm. if you don't like feel like kicking in a couple bucks, like just, just give us a like on Facebook. Uh, yeah. and, and like that costs you nothing. We don't spam our Facebook page either. So, I mean, just do it is what I'm we, saying. We are, clo- we are for the first time, because I think the goal was 100 likes a year. Right. And now, because we've had a big surge in Facebook, yeah, it's like we are the closest we've ever been to being like on track. Right. I know. I, yes. <laughs> yes. It's the closest ever. Yep. So, if you haven't done it yet, I hate to beg, but I am begging at this point. But just come on, just like us on Facebook. You can then unfollow us. It's just, fine. No, just like us. <laughs> no. Oh, oh, I got you. Yeah, keep the like. Unfollow. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, but don't do it. <laughs> I mean, if you have to, but we get on. it. I guess we don't really say any really gross things on there. If you, oh, want, that's just like that's just show promotion. If you want the gross stuff that also exists mm-hmm, on Facebook, mm-hmm. do a search for Tadpog. Nation. Uh, that is where the gross stuff is. That's also probably where you're going to find information about the Street Fighter, this Ultra Street Fighter 2 tournament that we are going to put on um, as soon as Tyler gets his copy at the end of the month. And also, yeah, because the Tadpog Nation is where you can go. As long as you're not a bot, you know, you get in Tadpog Nation, it's where all the fucked up shit is. Right. So, all right. So I'm going to go ahead and I want to, because I talked to him the other day. Uh, I've mentioned my friend Bobby before, who also, yes. had to, also had to suffer under under Jason working for him, and he got me my current job at the hospital. Yes. That I added him to the group. He very much enjoys the oh, nation. Good. Everyone thinks everyone is funny. He found out about games he didn't know about. He's enjoying it. Good. And somebody said something the other day, and he was like, oh, I wanted to comment with this funny comment, but I didn't want everybody to hate me because they don't know me, and I'm coming out of nowhere and being a sarcastic <laughs> ass. So... Robert Steers on Tadpog Nation. It's my buddy Bobby. <laughs> he's being funny, so if he throws in something sarcastic, it's good. He's cool. I'm Don't a little about worried it. about he's what cool. he's got planned. <laughs> Holy shit! If it takes that much preamble. All right, we're on Twitter. Yeah, you can find us mm-hmm. at Tadpog underscore podcast. It's just the symbol underscore. You don't have to type it in. <laughs> um, I honestly. I try to be active on there, but it's really, honestly, just to let you know, essentially, when streaming's happening. Mm-hmm. I hate that's to say how that. I knew. I hate to say that, but I mean, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah, I try to jump in conversations when I can. But you're it's responsive like, with our friends, friends of the podcast. I I try. Mm-hmm. I do. I do make an effort to do that, but I could do better. Um, so as of right now, it's just a promotion machine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but follow us anyway, please. Uh, you can also find us on Twitch, as I've mentioned probably a dozen fucking mm-hmm. times. That's twitch.tv slash Tadpog 
underscore podcast. We're on Instagram. Yes. So I'm going to have pictures of my tattoo nice. up on Instagram. So that's nice. Tadpog underscore podcast on Instagram. We're on YouTube. Just search for Tadpog. <laughs> We're trying to get YouTube.com slash Tadpog. But apparently that requires a lot of shit with Google+. Plus. So do us a favor so we can get the URL that makes YouTube very easy. Like us on Google+. Plus. That'd be it, It's a great thing. Yeah, So totally. please. Anything else we need to bore people with? Uh, I don't think so. You can call us if you want. Uh-huh. At 270-883-2555. Leave us a voicemail, and we will probably play it on the show. Yeah. I thought we were going to play calls on this episode, but turns out we talked about... Shining Force 2 a lot. Shining Force 2 and mole dumpsters <laughs> and all kinds of tattoos <laughs> and Dragon Ball. and Black yeah. skin cancer, Dragon Ball. Uh-huh. All good things. So, uh, let's see... We're totally forgetting shit. Patreon. Our Patreon. <laughs> there you go. I'm, we mentioned it earlier, but we do have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Tadpog. Uh, there are uh, a group of people who are fucking amazing mm-hmm. uh, who are donating money to us. Uh, they are really helping. I would like to take a moment to thank some of those people. I have to scroll way the fuck back because we haven't thanked Patreon donors since we started doing mm-hmm. the Call of Cthulhu game. So let's see. I'd like to thank Tadpog Santa Akemi Kana Hall for upping her donation significantly. Uh, thank you very much. Not riding that penny train, but I think it deserves a little toot anyway. I would like to thank, scroll, 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 Persona Warrior Cody uh, for a new pledge, which is going to sound weird because it happened last month, but it is a new pledge. (laughs) Persona Warrior Cody, uh, thank you very much. And I know that you, I think you were, I think you were disappointed that this was not a Call of Cthulhu episode, but I mean, Tyler, you can confirm that we're going to finish that. We're going to wrap that up. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I'm super excited for that too. I would like to thank... Michael, may I come for upping his donation uh, significantly. Michael, may I come? Thank you very much. Scroll, scroll, scroll. I would like to thank, I thought he was a donor already, so I feel a little silly, but I'd like to thank Trash Bear, Joseph E. Willard III, uh, for for pledging. Uh, thank you very much. And then uh, I hope you enjoy the bonus episodes. I don't know why I thought you donated already. Uh, I thought he had too. So I don't know. Uh, also, I would like to thank Joey Webster, um, our youngest listener possibly, uh, for upping his donation. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. I hope you enjoy uh, all the bonus episodes. Uh, I'd also like to thank Chris Dixon uh, for upping his pledge. He is... He is the force behind our pure capsaicin push. Mm. If we can get thirty-two more dollars, did have I proposed this yet? Have we talked about the capsaicin thing yet on this episode? I don't know. Here's what I want to do. Okay, so we talked about filming us. We talked about streaming us taking the pure capsaicin. Mm-hmm. We're thirty-two dollars away from that, uh-huh. and I really want to get there. So I feel like maybe we should up the ante a little bit. Okay. How do you feel about great? Okay, you're in. Yep. It doesn't matter what. It doesn't matter. Here's what I'm thinking. You and I imbibe pure capsaicin, and then we play Where's Waldo on the NES. Okay. Um, immediately afterwards. Okay. Like immediately afterwards. <laughs> and maybe we make up a game where it's like we can't stop eating pure capsaicin until we beat the game. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Also- I remember watching uh, Good Mythical Morning. Well, with Rhett and Link, and they were challenged, like, 
eat a Carolina Reaper pepper. Carolina Reaper pepper. So they do. They did it the first time, and then immediately just started chugging milk. Everybody's like, I don't know, bullshit. You have to eat it. The audience wasn't having it. Yeah, audience wasn't happy. Like eat it, and then no relief for like a few minutes. So that's what they did on their next episode. Eat it and then spit on your penis. <laughs> eat it and then jerk each other off. <laughs> So, yeah, like having to take it and then not immediately douse the flames. Like, oh, God. I, I, I think, think I'd rather, well, I'd rather play Where's Waldo <laughs> than not be able to drink milk. We're going to have to. I made them. Okay, so I got a little scared today and I Googled. I was like, can pure capsaicin kill you? Yep. Um, and I don't know. People are saying that's a myth. That it can't kill you. Well, I know that the Carolina Reaper is now, uh, it was posted in Tadpog Nation. I've, I can't remember who posted it. So I, I, apolog- I apologize for not remembering. I, I want to say it was Mark Quick. I might be wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. And I haven't hey, seen Mark, it. there you go. Um, I'm probably wrong, so I apologize. I'll look it up later and, and fix it. But uh, they had posted that the Carolina Reaper had been bested by something called the Dragon's Breath Yes, Pepper. I did see that. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, I read that quote where it's like, I guess the guy who bred it was like, yeah, this will kill you. Oh, yeah, I didn't mean to. Sorry. It seemed like a really fucking bullshit quote. It seemed like a, I mean, oh, I I'm going to get publicity out of this. Yeah. But like that it's so hot, it closes your windpipe. Like, okay, that's valid. I don't know. And I don't think that I it don't is. Know. Like, I see people like... I mean, stuff being so hard, heart palpitations and things like that. So, I mean. But that's almost like a reaction to it. That's not like the actual, like, I don't know. We'll see. We might die. Man, it would suck to die playing Where's Waldo on the NES. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's see if I can find that quote. I want to attribute it to the right person. While you're doing that, I want to, we have more people to thank. I want to thank Platinum member Brett Miller for uh, recently upping his donation. Thank you very much, Platinum member Brett. Uh, I'd like to thank Frederick Snyder for upping his donation recently. Frederick, thank you very much. We really appreciate it. Uh, I would like to thank my cousin, David Galino, uh, for recently upping his pledge. David, thank you. Huge fucking thanks, man. He is donating uh, a shitload of money. So thank you very much. Watch out, Golden God. Yeah, he is kind of creeping up a little bit. Uh, also once more, want to thank platinum member, Brett Miller. Uh, he, uh, upped his donation again. He is keeping the penny train alive by circumventing, uh, Patreon. Uh, essentially what he has discovered is that he can lower his pledge and then immediately raise it, uh, to continue riding that penny train. So, uh, platinum member, Brett, this is for you. Yeah. Absolutely. It's way, man. That was posted a long time ago. It was, and like I remember Bobby was telling me, he's like, man, Tadpog Nation is really active. William Holt told me the same thing. He's like, man, for not having like a ton of members, you guys are right. really active. It's like, fuck yeah. For as small as it is, it, it, it is very active. You're right. And that makes me very proud. Yeah. I love it when new people join and they get to see, holy shit, there's like four or five posts in here a day, <laughs> and people actually... Could t- they talk to each other. <laughs> Got pole, pole master Cody Stinson. I know, up those I love poles. it. I love it. All right. Well, I'll look at that post later. I apologize. If I got if I got wrong, you will be attributed because I don't want to give the wrong person credit. And if it's not Mark Quick, hey, there you go. <laughs> I mentioned you. Um, <laughs> One more really super important uh-huh, plug. Uh-huh. Uh, if you want to find us online, it's very easy. Um, you just type in suicideboys.fun because while we were recording this episode we own it now we own it 
And by the time this publishes, yeah. it should point to tadpog.com. So if you're tired of typing in tadpog.com on Wednesday mornings, suicideboys.fun <laughs> will get you the episodes as well. That's how I'm going to start plugging it on Reddit. That's the URL that I'm going to give. Uh, well, our theme song is Moves by Sycamore Drive. Look at that track. with Alan Charles at tadpog.com. David. Yes, Tyler. Oh, we'll close this like out. we are centaur boys. All right. Just like Chester. So until next time. Tropical Capricorn. Wilbur? I feel like we did good. Mr. Ed Goof. That was good. Like that shit. I love Mr. Ed as a kid. I haven't seen it in a while. I heard that um, urban legend that they got him to move his lips by shoving a carrot up his ass. Was that from a movie? Or just fun. Or just, yeah, just a playground. I heard it was peanut butter. Was that a line it's from Dutch? The same thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun, Tyler. Thank you. When you are. I'm uh, pretty much good. Because <clears throat> I'm ready to fuck again. Yeah, I'd like to get home and do that. (laughs) (laughs) So, good. Let's do it. Six-minute podcast. Let's do it Jorge style. Okay.